0: Good morning, Foxhole. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, we are here for a, another amazing episode of Inside Jamari Fox, the podcast, which I'm trying to change the name, by the way. That's, that's, that's on the agenda.
1: A <laughs> quick rebrand. Side, a rebrand. <laughs>
0: quick sidebar talking out loud. <laughs> um, and this is episode 18. Uh, we're going to have a great discussion today. My so, friend. thank you so much for joining us. Let uh, let me and Cousin Hybrid take you real deep. It's just different. Okay. So, episode 18, we are we have Right, right. we have gone through some amazing podcasts. We started this during a pandemic and now we are suddenly coming out of the pandemic. Every city seems to be opening up quickly. I was like, whoa, whoa, hold on here. You could have warned me before you started talking about opening shit up. Like, oh God, like everyone's hitting me up. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm slowly wanting to come out of my hibernation, and my cocoon, you
1: know.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I very much enjoyed my time away from the
1: humans, and now all the humans are going to be congregating again.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of okay.
1: <laughs> but the thing is, the pandemic has given me a perfect opportunity to have, like, a, like, a foolproof excuse not to do things.
0: Right. I'm not,
1: I'm not Who's going to be there? Oh, I'm so sorry there are too many people in there. I just can't. So Oh
0: my oh I, I I can't go. My mask is dirty. <laughs>
1: Just,
0: <laughs> it's, it's full of corona. I can't I can't make it.
1: Exactly. Now it's,
0: it's gonna be like, well you have no
1: excuse to come out. God, well I do. I still do. I'm shielding. You don't know or, what I'm shielding from. <laughs>
0: I don't wanna hang with you, so I ain't going nowhere, but exactly. So okay, so we started off like super fast into whatever. How are you doing? How was your week this week?
1: Well, my week was quite interesting. Um, I got another reassignment in my job. So that was Mm. disorienting. Oh, yeah, that was super disorienting. But Uh I made it through. I made it through. Um, And I am just here slowly but surely, as you said, like trying to find new excuses not to do things in the summer because I am actually valuing my isolation (laughs) And actually, right. I think I, I want more isolation. I want more. So I'm gonna have to don't pull look at me.
0: I, don't look at me. Don't even <laughs> open the windows, darling. Just keep it closed. Just keep it closed. I don't know anything about sunlight. I just live <laughs> in the dark.
1: I'm gonna have to pull up Agatha Harkness and do something because this is like, You know what? People are being so stupid. I'm not convinced that even when they do reopen, that they're not gonna like completely fuck it up again. So. We'll well, I just think
0: they're all. I think they're just all going to be annoying. They <laughs> they're are. already being annoying
1: on social media, so you know. know everybody's going to have this this kind of toxic positivity. Like you have to live life. Look at how unpredictable it was last year, and I'm like, so you know what's funny?
0: <laughs> I was watching a Twitch streamer, one of my favorite Twitch streamers. His mm. uh, his name is well, they go under Healthy Gamer, and oh. yeah, Healthy Gamer, and it's a psychiatrist in a like a like a company that deals with gamers and they specialize in therapy for gamers. So they speak in gaming terminology to help gamers understand um, their issues. So I am a gamer, so to speak. And I found his channel because one of my other favorite streamers, Granny, was talking about how this, this, this really is helpful. So I started watching and it's funny, there was a conversation they were having this week about there was this girl and she was just so like, Oh my God, I'm twenty eight and I'm I'm getting I'm I'm gonna be old soon and then I'll be not a you know, people will think I'm I'm old too old to be a gamer and I feel really, really nervous about that. And I'm like, girl, slow down. Okay, it's oh, all right. We are you are talking about turning thirty-five and you're only twenty-eight years old, talking about oh my god, you need to have kids and be married and all this by a certain time and I'm like oh. wow. So I was a little like Okay, let me put on my seatbelts cuz you're taking me on a crash course. <laughs> but she the um the doctor told her that you have to people always want to live in the now and they think that oh you got to be living your best life right now so you must be doing everything right now mm-hmm. and realistically yeah. living in the now is not living in the now. Meaning you don't put so much concentration on living in the now because life is just meant to be attended, and not forced. And a lot of people are like, oh, I have, if you're not outside and you're not doing this and you're not doing that, that you don't, you're not, you don't have a life and blah, 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 blah. But realistically, you're living the way that you're supposed to live. And if you put so much concentration on trying to do every fucking single thing, that's when the time goes by. Do what you want to do when you want to do it. Mm-hmm. So for me, this week, I've been in a very good chill, happy mood, right? because I have literally separated myself from things that were bringing me down. I have limited my social media Mm -hmm. on my personal social media. I haven't been on there since, I don't know, two weeks, a week. I don't even know, but I have just separated from things that were making me feel really and filled with anxiety from searching for when unemployment was going to work out and all this other stuff. I just said, you know what, Jay, chill and I have felt because I started to, and I'm gonna start researching this thing called the flow state. I guess I've been in the flow state because I literally, I'm just doing what I want to do when I want to do it, instead of feeling like I have to be pressured to do something. So because of me just separating from everything, I feel really, really, really chill. So, you know, now that everyone is talking about, oh my God, oh my God, we need to be back outside and we need to be at this party and that event and da da da.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm just chill.
0: Right. And I don't want to see anyone on my fucking personal personal social media doing things because that's when you start getting FOMO and then you start feeling like you're being left out and, oh, everyone is doing this. And then you start seeing people that you used to hang with congregating with each other. And I'll be the first to tell you at this point in my life, I don't even care what other people are doing. I care what I'm doing, you know? And if I want to go somewhere, instead of the pressures of, oh, I have to go here, but okay, we're just going to go somewhere and hang out and chill. And See where that goes, you know yeah um i I don't know if this is a sad note What's that? or if this is a respectful it's a respectful note, but our great aunt this is her uh anniversary of her uh her passing, and how old would she have been
1: Ooh, um wow, how old would she have been? She would have been... Well, a la- we we never tell a lady's age, so we won't do that. <laughs> I, I, I but how long so. has
0: she been gone?
1: She, she would have been... She's gone no 19 years, so she would have been Oof. 78 today. Wow. She would have been 78 if she lived, yeah.
0: You know, it's funny. Um, one of the things I regret... the Well, I don't regret it because I told her this. So... When I found out that she had ovarian cancer, it really hurt me because she was always someone who looked out for me. Mm -hmm. And she was always very overly concerned with my safety. I remember Mm -hmm. when I was down in Barbados and I was like, I want to go go watch a movie. I'm going to take the bus because I was so used to doing it. Out here yeah. and just be independent. So I was like, I'm just gonna go take the bus. No, what if someone snatches you from the bus and kidnaps you <laughs> and then we see you in a field and you're dead because someone cut you up with a machete? Don't
1: I'm like, okay. Yeah, let's she, panic. <laughs> she she does she she was definitely the person to think about all of the things that could go wrong.
0: I'm like, are you trying to start a personal movie?
1: <laughs> or am I going to watch a movie about that? Because I was <laughs> care um, yeah, for sure,
0: but one of the things that I wish I had done more is told her that I loved her when she was, mm-hmm. you know, healthy and free. I was always very nervous to say that, and I was always very nervous to say that about to um, my great uncle as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I really regret that. But on as when she when I went to go see her and she was in the hospital bed because she told me not to come see her. And I was like, you know, Jamari Fox don't listen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So Jamari Fox went to that hotel in Brooklyn.
1: <laughs>
0: and, um you know, she was very small and, you know, just really like tiny because of just how the cancer had wiped her out. Yeah. And I told her that I loved her there. And I told her that, you know, I, I really wish I would have said it more. And she was like, you know, I knew, I know that you love me, Jamari. Mm-hmm. I know that you did. You just... You know, not that I, I was just scared. And I think she knew I was very timid, but I really appreciate everything that she brought to my life while she was here on earth. And I really miss her. And I know you were very close with her.
1: Oh yeah, well, I mean, as you know, she she was my, well, she was your aunt, but she was my grandmother. So obviously it was very different. It was very different after she died. Because the yeah. whole the whole dynamic changed, but
0: Oh it sure did.
1: Yeah. But I mean she lived and she's impacted on us. The fact that we can still remember her and what she used to say and what she used to do and I can still even remember how she sounded. Um and this is, yes. this is almost twenty years later, so
0: And she said something to me mm. on she said, she's like, you know, Jamari, I lived a really good life. I traveled, I've met people, I've done things. She says she has no regrets and she's very happy where she is, you know what I mean? Yeah. And when she looks back at her life, she has she, she can't say, oh God, you know, she, she's, she was happy. Yeah. And that's one of the things I took from it on our last meeting, how happy and calm she was. Now, I was a hot mess and they had to haul me out of the damn room because I was balling. Because, you know, Jamari Fox has to make a grand egg entrance and a grand exit. <laughs> you know, but.
1: Collapse. Right. Why did it
0: collapse? I just was saying goodbye and I knew it was goodbye. And I remember telling her because my great aunt loved horror movies and loved the occult and oh, loved all loved of
1: that. Yeah.
0: And I, I remember telling her, can you come visit me in a dream,
1: please? <laughs> and I
0: felt really odd saying that shit. Yeah. But she was like, yeah. Now, granted, when I went to go see her, I went with two people that I don't even speak to anymore. And she told oh. me to take care of me.
1: Those two idiots.
0: Ugh. Can we not bring them up ever again? I'm like Mariah Carey. I don't even, I went there solo. <laughs>
1: um,
0: But I am so glad that she just was such a bright light. We're going to get into bright lights a little later on another impactful woman. But, so let's have a a conversation about... Yeah, let's let's have one. Somebody that you really care for, that we've talked about in various Hmm. podcasts.
1: Last night,
0: I... It just hurts, you know. It really hurts. I know where you are going. Last night, I was randomly just online, and someone sent me a um, a video of Britney Spears, and she was like, "Okay, guys, I am going to ask you. I am going to answer all the questions that you guys want me to answer." And I am like, "Ooh, she's about to give us everything because she posted it like at night." So I was like, "Uh oh, correct." Ooh. This woman is going to tell us her favorite car,
1: ha- her Halloween costume,
0: her Halloween costume, and if she ever kissed the girl. Uh-huh. And I kissed the girl. Yes, I did. And her name is Madonna. What? Those are the questions we wanted answered?
1: Can I just say that she always looks like she's being held at gunpoint? <laughs> she always looks, li- well, she always looks as if she's being held at gunpoint. She always looks absolutely fidgety and nervous. She never looks, if she she doesn't, and she's never sitting down. She's never answering the questions in a natural way. Like if you are answering questions to some person on like an Instagram live, you are like, you want to do something that's very like informal. You normally would just have your phone and like you be in a sitting position, a relaxing position. You'll see other people around you. She's always standing up, delivering to camera as if she's like doing the weather, like, you know, on the coast of Florida when there's a hurricane. And it's like, what is going on? So, I am fully convinced mm-hmm. that this is a clone.
0: I am fully convinced oh, this that this theory, is some something... theory has been discussed before. I am fully convinced that that is not Britney Spears. That is a clone that they plucked from somewhere in Minnesota. <laughs> they gave her a quick crash course in how to be Britney Spears. And they said, get out there in front of that camera and do whatever. The real Britney Spears is locked in a basement or the real Britney Spears has said, I've retired, I'm not doing this anymore. And is actually living a peaceful life somewhere in Louisiana. Because mm-hmm. this doesn't make any sense because I looked at videos of how Britney Spears used to speak and compared not to Britney this not person. person. Britney Spears used to just talk. This person is nervous and fidgety, and the dancing is off, and then this person obviously is poor because came from a poor background, because yeah. there's a video I saw of her where she was like, "Guys, I came home and look what the housekeepers did. They organized my entire closet by colors, so there's oh, blacks that one there's reds but- there's. Neutrals? That has to be a clone. Because why is she acting like she she don't know housekeeping does this? But fear,
1: the thing about Britney Spears... Britney Spears does come from a poor background. I think what we are seeing...
0: Cousin, she comes from a poor background. She's been in the industry
1: since God knows when. That is a clone. But if you think about it, she's not... She has not had full control over her life for longer than she's been in the industry, than she actually had control over her life. Because remember she would have been a child star where she had no control and then from 1999 to only 2003 or 2004 did she have control over her life from 2007 to 2008 she has been under lockdown so that's 13 years of not having control over your life plus being a child star she's only had four or five years of real freedom so I don't think I think that she's she must be accustomed to housekeeping doing nice things for her but I think what is happening as you said is either a very is either a not terribly convincing clone or if she does have a mental illness is almost as if she regresses to another point in time in her life where she's still a child because her answers are also very childish. Why would you I remember watching a I remember watching an interview with her where she was saying sometimes she gets bored of the questions interviewers ask her, like, interviewers will ask her, like, what's her favorite favorite flavor of bubble gum and that kind of madness? And I'm like, but these are no different to the people who are asking what's your favorite Halloween costume, which I feel that she's already answered before in one of these weird talk to camera moments too. I honestly just think that these these videos are probably not videos that were recorded recently. I feel as if she's recorded a bank of footage like this and that people, whoever is running her social media, puts out stuff like that, and that there are some things that she may put out that are current, like when she did the video with her boyfriend, like doing their lips down the bathroom door, which was in response to a TikToker who had done it to toxic a few weeks before. Like that's Mm -hmm. current, but I don't think that a lot of the stuff that we see, like that's why there's always, she's always in the same clothing, or the same style of oh, clothing. Oh, you going to show know?
0: me, you going to show us your entire closet, but you only wear two pieces.
1: Thank you. And if you think about it, we went through the entire winter. Have you seen Britney Spears in winter clothes? She's been in that same wear top and charts all year. Well, I
0: mean, she, that is a good point. I mean, I was going to say, she's in California where it's kind California, of California, but... that's cool. She's not, I even had on a card. I, mean, I saw, I saw Rihanna in a full Sherling last night in, in Santa Monica, so I was a little confused. So that does make sense. Well, that just kind of proves that something is wrong
1: here. Something is terribly wrong with her. Wait, What do
0: you, what do you think about the fine the, the fine boyfriend?
1: Um, he is fine. Yeah, I would agree. I just I don't know. I don't know if he is. He seems like a neutral. He seems like a neutral evil or a neutral good. He just seems as if he's there. I don't think that he has anything negative in mind for her, but I don't know if he will cause, if there's actually a genuine imbalance in her life where she is actually ill. I don't know if he's going to cause it to become worse because he's going to obviously want to make certain decisions with her that she can't make for herself. So is it going to result in a big split, like a Justin Timberlake type split, you know, in the future? I just don't really have much of an opinion on him apart from the fact that he's like candy. (laughs) but um i i just don't and they and as much as they are a cute couple i don't see them together if you if that makes sense i don't see there's there's no 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 vibe yeah there's no vibe
0: you can tell when a man is really into a woman and a woman is into a man sometimes Mm. a lot of a lot of vixens are into wolves a little too much when the wolf is like don't touch me or he looks miserable as fuck but there's to me she give he gives off hired help,
1: and she gives off you're cute, you're sweet, oh, you're sweet, i don't see I don't see any passion between them, I don't see anything that sparks that would make me think that they're actually romantically involved he looks like I, don't her get, I don't get i don't get i don't get you said what he looks like her bodyguard that's what I was gonna say. I don't mm-hmm.
0: get the vibe that they're fucking, I get the vibe that he is watching her. And making sure she's okay, yeah. Or making sure she's he's keeping an eye on her. I think he's the one that records the videos. I think because we're her children. Like this is just
1: yeah, they've all um, together, yeah.
0: Like it's just like what has happened to with Britney. this woman. Like this is weird. And then I saw a comment talking about, "Hold on, hun. We're trying to get you out of there as soon as possible. <laughs> just hang
1: on tight." <laughs> I was <Yeah>. like, <laughs> but the thing is, is that. Whoever is doing it knows that it's going to piss off her fans eventually because the fans have asked very direct questions, which are, are you okay? If Britney Spears was to come, even if if it was just somebody holding her at gunpoint and just said, look, guys, I see all your questions, I am okay. People would be like, okay, there's a bit of control. But the fact that you keep publishing stuff that is so... And when you look at her Instagram feed, her Twitter feed, right? Nobody's asking her about Halloween costumes. Not in fucking merch. Right. <laughs> you know? Like why would you answer a question about your and that also proves that these videos have been stored up for time. Because why would some person ask you what's your favorite Halloween costume in merch? Why would that come out? No. Why would that even be a question you would choose? No. So it's like, this is weird. I don't for all we know that damn girl, as you said has retired and just created a bank of weird stuff to just keep people going. I mean, it off, does happen keep off just doing whatever she wants.
0: I think she found a great clone and
1: cuz when you look at the dancing, oh, they're not it, it's not a good clone at all cuz the dancing has definitely changed. Yeah,
0: something and I don't think medication would do that to someone. It's almost like I don't know. The chronicles of Britney Spears continues.
1: But if you think about it, if you if you were on medication that would cause you to do all of that,
0: mm.
1: you wouldn't be able... You, that means you wouldn't be capable of performing if you have to use a medication that's actually going to destroy your performance.
0: Exactly. So that's why this is all very bizarre to me, but...
1: We'll never know. I, I really don't think we'll ever know.
0: It's just really sad because that is the person that was so full of life and so vibrant and now to see her come to this exactly. with the fucking thick ass goddamn mascara, the eyeliner, the the hair looking all weird. I'm like, it's like we went right back to the time when she had her breakdown. Like nothing has improved in her life that's like, oh wow, she had a breakdown and she is working past it. And look at how she's come. She's actually re- regressed. Yeah, And something I'm is sad. off. Something is off. Speaking of off, mm-hmm. as a kid, I would watch Looney Tunes cartoons and I would say to myself, damn, that Pepe Le Pew is a creep. <laughs> like, Can he leave that fucking cat alone? The poor cat by mistake got a, a white stripe down its back from some paint. A pin. <laughs> and his ass, his lonely fucking ass was just a mess. The cat was like, leave me alone. And oh, he
1: wasn't lonely, <laughs> he was horny. That was the problem with him. <laughs> And what would they teaching us his children? Oh, my God. But you know, so, but you know what's funny? Because... Uh, go on. Actually, you go on. Finish that point because uh, uh, there's something that just came to me as to why he was that way. Well, they're trying to... Can't,
0: I think they're canceling him or they're trying to cancel him because of his yeah. creepiness. And then last night, I uh, Dave... I just want to make sure I say his name right. Uh... Dave Rubin from The Rubin Report is talking about how we're canceling Miss Piggy because she sexually accosted and physically abused Kermit the Frog and she might have raped him off screen. And I was like, not Miss Piggy, the baddest (laughs) bitch in all the damn land. (laughs) But then I had to think about it. She was a little feisty.
1: (laughs) But she was very feisty. She used to go after she used to go after um, Kermit and she was very controlling of Kermit too.
0: Which doesn't really, like to me, it doesn't really look good because she was a big girl and it makes it look like all big girls were these desperate, aggressive demons yeah. who had their skinny men in line,
1: but and probably strapping it. him at a late night rendezvous. But if you think about it, Kermit didn't complain. No,
0: he didn't. Kermit was Not very him. much wanted he to be dominated he by
1: that. He loved Miss Picky.
0: Kermit wanted to be dominated by that pork. Exactly. So I don't
1: understand
0: what is the problem. Now Pepe LePew, that isn't a good argument. Yeah. And now that we have gone into this argument about, you know, cancellation of very aggressive characters, now we have Kim Parker being thrown into the mix because of her aggressiveness with Professor Ogilvie. And then I said, "Well, if we're going to throw her in the ring, let's throw Urkel because he was also very aggressive with Laura Winslow." And now that's going right. to go down a rabbit hole where we're going to start looking at characters and start canceling them. Angelica, a baby, oh, probably will really? get canceled, you know, for her aggressive, abusive nature to those to, to, to Tommy and all of them. So why? Okay, so let's get back to Pepe. So why do you think Pepe was like that?
1: I think. That- because you see, the average the 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 average person watching a cartoon, a child watching a cartoon is impressionable. So there's obviously not going to be that context, um, mm-hmm. and that is where the danger of Pepe the Pew came in because you were teaching children a behavior without giving them the context. Skunks are very aggressive maters. And oh, they are? skunks, once they're finished mating, they're polygonous. So they go all over the place. They have all kinds of different women. They have. They can mate with as many women. Whereas most, not most, some animals tend to have a monogamous or a limited range of who they mate with. Not them. They mate all over the place. Oh, so they're black
0: men. I'm fine. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, oh,
0: oh, oh, oh no! <laughs> I'm sorry. I Jamari, that slipped. That <laughs> slipped. Out of my entire, it was in my head, and then for whatever reason, it rolled down out of my brain brain into my esophagus and just flew out. (sighs) And I couldn't hold my tongue fast enough. I've been working on that. God's been working on me.
1: What we're gonna do, what we're gonna is that we're gonna remove the adjective "black" there and just leave it as "men." (laughs) We're just gonna remove that adjective because trust God's God's been working on me, okay. (laughs) I need him to work faster on you. <laughs> no, but... um. So the context of it is that, yeah, by nature... And see, that's the thing. If you think about those Looney Tune cartoons, and if we we're really honest with ourselves in 2021, those Looney Tune cartoons that we watched with Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck and Pepe Le Pew and whatnot, they were actually more so entertainment for adults than for children. Bugs Bunny yeah, right. was doing... Bugs Bunny was in drag... Bugs Bunny was performing um, opera operatic pieces that we couldn't understand or have a value for as children. Bugs Bunny shot a man in the audience because he coughed, when he was about to do his piano performance. Oh, Bugs like, Bunny was an abusive piece of shit, was he not? He was. They, they, they were there. The, the The comedy that was overlaid on them was mature nineteen forties nineteen fifties adult humor. So Pepe Le Pew also then a skunk is supposed to be repulsive. So the whole idea is is that whenever he finds this rare skunk, this rare female skunk, his urge to mate, which is very strong in skunks as a species, mm-hmm. made him compelled. If you realize, once the paint was washed off of the cat's back, he was repulsed by the cat. He didn't actually want to mate with the cat afterwards because it was it was actually turning into the nature of skunks as a species. The problem so, is is that he
0: doesn't he didn't he get doesn't contact he doesn't deserve to be canceled because people don't understand the context. And I think that's the problem with cancel culture. Everyone just goes straight to the cancellation without getting context.
1: And if you think about, and cancel culture has its applications, because for example, we can cancel people who are outright racist and bigots and fools. And that's fine because we got the context. Exactly. I didn't know this about Skunk. So
0: now that I know this, I'm like, oh, well, he was just a horny, a horny, a horny little man. Right.
1: Yeah, and also, too, let's not forget that at the end of the day, Pepe Le Pew is a cartoon character. If in 2021 you don't have the ability, and there are no writers on your staff who may be able to say, let's take the opportunity to change Pepe Le Pew as a character, tell a a different story about him, let him be a different kind of character, probably let him even redeem himself and explain himself in such the way that I've just kind of explained what the nature of a skunk is, if there's nobody talented enough on your team and you must wholesale cancel a, cult, a character, which is essentially lines and animation, then it's not as if he's a real skunk somewhere who's going to be in his Beverly Hills mansion smoking, thinking oh, my career is over. He's a cartoon character. You, as a human, write what he is. So Bugs. Anyone, there's no need to cancel a character. Just rewrite Bugs. it. They're coming for me.
0: <laughs> exactly. I will say I will say what and I don't know if I'm about to put a whole story out here, but I would like uh I would like if we're gonna redeem Pepe Lepew, we could redeem him as a lonely skunk who has been searching for love.
1: Yeah, because and he, hasn't, he, and ha- ha-
0: right, and he hasn't been able to find it, so he lives a very isolated life and he you know, because he stinks. Yeah. And people shun him. So he lives a very lonely life, and a cat that probably is wearing a black fur coat, I don't know why a cat will be wearing a black fur coat, but just go with me, with a white stripe going down it, he thought that that was the one. And he started to to fall for someone who he thought was the one, and the cat was not interested. And then later on in the redeeming, they find out that he finds out that it's a cat, and then he actually later on meets a skunk and they go on a date, and then it just goes off into Peppy Le Pew has found his perfect match. That'll be a good redeeming. Yeah. Have you noticed that back in the day, those cartoons used to be very racist,
1: too? Of course, because, again, a cartoon character is a vessel for what a human race. And back then, in 1940 and 1950s, when these cartoons would have been big, it was... There was very little concern about what black people felt about how they were portrayed or, how, or racism was, in some cases, overt. If you go back to some of those old, 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 ass cartoons, like, we're talking about the one that your mom used to love, Betty Boop, and them. Like, those characters and some of the people who sat around them in, the, in that ecosystem, they were absolutely racist cartoons. I saw a cartoon the other day with Bugs Bunny,
0: and I don't mm-hmm. know how I missed that, but he yeah. was... He, it was him and somebody from Vietnam dropping from the sky and then he dropped a bomb on this Vietnam and I, I said, this, uh, this Vietnamese cartoon. And I said, What the fuck is going on? Yeah. And if I you was think a little I was a little like, Ooh, what was I watching? <laughs> yeah. We
1: were watching that. How, we, we were how, how did we miss that?
0: How did we miss that? Because those cartoons, you know, in Barbados we had just limited cartoons to watch. And mm. those were the cartoons that we could watch. And I was like, Wow, they were Really,
1: really. But remember, when we were watching Bugs Bunny, Bugs Bunny would have been 30 or 40 years old by then. So you have to also remember that the Vietnam War, the reason we missed it is because we had no context to the Vietnam War. It was just a character being bombed by Bugs Bunny because that is Bugs Bunny slapstick humor. But some person living in the time when Bugs Bunny would have been fresh and that episode would have been fresh would have been able to make the connection that this is the Vietnam War. And it would have tied into a very toxic type of view on other races and a very toxic type of nationalism that would have existed back then. So Bugs Bunny was a think of how many Bugs Bunny cartoons they're flannel in war planes. Like right. because it was written in the context of war. So it was so that's what I think that's why I think canceling canceling an imaginary character is lazy because you can write the character. Oh my God! So I don't
0: know. So two things. I don't know if it was Tom and Jerry. Oh God! I don't know what it, what it
1: was, but they had a a black a black mate. woman, yeah. Who and you who couldn't see his, her face. You couldn't see her face, and you hear the stereotypical Southern black mommy accent going on. Right. And that, that again ties into the fact that Tom and Jerry those episodes would have been probably back to the nineteen thirties. This is, that well, have, was, those characters were written for a particular period of time that we've long since moved past. And we may like the characters because of their humor, because they were geared towards children, but the message would have been completely, we would have been oblivious to the message because we, aren't, we weren't listening to it as adults.
0: Well, I will say that my icons, Mickey Mouse and Scooby-Doo, never had this problem. Okay, they kept, they
1: kept their they kept their hands out the filth. <laughs> Mickey Mouse, I can't. Don't you really, do I, it? can not really think of Mickey Mouse's
0: stuff? Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse is a leader. He's 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 the icon. He's the moment. Okay.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and, and <laughs> but still the moment. <laughs> but we we can't deny that Walt Disney, his creator, was very racist. Um, oh my God, those some
0: of those old Disney cartoons, if you go look at you will find so many like exactly things they had in them. And it was like, oh, they were very sexually a lot of the there. I don't know if they weren't being paid well, but they like to put a lot of sexual, like the phallus that was in the damn castle on the aerial box. What? And I think sex was being spelt in the air with the lion king. This just whole oh, seriously. Just, it- just, just go Google it. I think it was, you know, writers who were on strike and were like, "Let's fuck up their shit." Let's fuck this
1: up. Let's fuck this up for everyone. We're Let's fucking fuck- it up, and we don't care. And but also, too, there's for me, we live in a world where racism is slowly, even though there's a lot of noise around it, there's a slow, there's a slow turn in the tide where people are not just simply saying "I'm not racist," they're actually being anti-racist. What mm-hmm. we have to be careful of is that there is no human being on earth that is perfect. And there's None. absolutely nothing that has been created by a human being that is perfect either. So when we look at stories and art, we have to be careful not to throw the baby in the bathwater because, yes, Mickey Moses creator may have been racist. That was his life. His life has no since ended. So... But Mickey Most again, is a, an imaginary character. So he's a vessel for any amount of ideas or any amount of stories that we choose to put on him. We so have, what do
0: you think about the Professor Ogilvies and the Mrs.
1: Parkers and the Urkel's who are they're, actually- they're, they're, They are also imaginary characters because Julia White and Monique, and I can't remember the guy who plays Professor Ogilvie's name, but they played a character for a salary. They didn't play. They're not. That's not. There. That's not who they are. I mean, if you think of, we had this discussion briefly after the last. We'll we'll give.
0: We'll give. We'll give Professor Ogilvie his flowers.
1: He's played by Dorian Wilson. There he is. There's his name. I can't remember his. Is that his name? You sure? Yeah, played by Mm -hmm. Dorian Wilson. Okay. Who
0: Who is actually born on the same day as me? Wow! Congratulations. Wow.
1: Look at that. An icon. An (laughs) icon. But but he's um like if you think about it those characters are not they're not real people yes they were played by but, real people and but those characters those characters
0: are traits people can have
1: so those, of course, but they're also traits cartoon characters can have so you have to also you have to be careful coming down and saying that the writers of the parkers could have been a little bit more careful in how they wrote the character of Monique but again, we live in a world that there are people out there who were like Nikki Parker. There are people right. out there, even in 2021, who are like Nikki Parker. There are people out there who are like Peppy the There are people out there who are like Miss Piggy and Kermit the Frog. And even though they made some of the, even though as characters they're not real, mm-hmm. I I, don't, I have to always I think we need, people need context. Because if that's the case there'll be a point in time where there'll be no horror movies because like then it becomes disrespectful to the ghost of the character who's coming back and haunting the host you don't know what they went through in life to become a ghost usually you have to i think there there are certain lanes you don't cross like rape um set misogyny racism but then you have to always remember that the people who create especially imaginary fictional purely fictional characters Mm-hmm. Yes, if there if there's something problematic that we can look at and say, you know what, this probably wasn't the best way to portray, you know, a mature woman who is raising a child who is on the verge of adulthood in a university or college setting, and she's in love with this man who is obviously not feeling the same way for her. There may have been a better way to write it, but it's still a comedy. So there still needs to be the context that this is a comedy. It's not. You know- meant to be a guide for women who are in their 40s to go chasing after unrequited love.
0: You know, karaoke, uh, when around, I don't know, I think it was in the beginning of the last season. I think you were on that episode. Mm. And they were talking about context. I don't really, I don't believe in cancel culture so much. I don't like it. Because there's just some people who decide to have an opinion, and we're going to get into that with the next conversation. Mm -hmm. But there's some people who just have a conversation or just have an opinion, and they're people like, oh, we have to cancel them. Like, everyone is so quick to cancel someone. Like, yes, okay, Pepe Le Pew may have been a little aggressive, and he did have creep tendencies. But at the end of the day, that is actually still, a like, that can be based off of a real person. And it's just a lesson for people is. to understand there are creeps out here and there are people that are overly aggressive with their sexuality. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't understand like and then the end of the day, Miss Piggy, Pepe LePew, like you said, these are all fucking cartoons. Exactly. Don't fucking watch it. You know what I mean? Or tell your child watch uh,
1: the context.
0: Right. And if you know, instead of canceling it, like for instance. Everyone is all up in arms, and even I was up in arms, by the way, mm-hmm. with how they drew Lola Bunny for the new Space Jam 2. Like, Lola Bunny was sexy. yeah. You know what I mean? And I know that sounds really horrible to say. But Lola <laughs> Bunny was like, when I was in straight world, was like a, a girl crush, or maybe I just liked her because she was a diva. I don't know. Yeah. But... She was a sexy character that Bugs Bunny fell for, and now mm. they've got her. From what I've seen, looking frumpy, they've you know the, the complaints were like they took away her curls or took away her breasts, and I'm like, okay, so now seriously, we've gone, to a, we've gone to a we've gone to a perverted place. But
1: Lola Bunny is meant to
0: be, huh?
1: What does she look like now then?
0: She looks like. She just looks regular. Like, you know, when she first came on the scene with Space Jam 1, it was like, oh, excuse me. Yeah.
1: But
0: now she just looks, I don't know. She just looks, she just looks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know,
0: she's not like she's not like my man uh roger rabbit with his wife jessica rabbit who came on to see it was like oh that's who you're dating you're married to
1: excuse me but this is is always my this is my problem with this is my and this is not to do with cancel culture because i also don't believe in cancel culture i i think that we have we as human especially adults who are fully Mm -hmm. functioning you have to be accountable for yourself if uh-huh. you don't like something, you don't respect something and you voice your opinion on it and some person is able to say, I see your opinion, I understand your opinion, I am sorry for how that has impacted you. Uh-huh. Um, you know, that's that's not the spirit of this character or even if the character is meant to be deliberately obtuse like a Pepe Le Pew, this is uh-huh. way deliberately obtuse, you know, because art is art, be it writing uh-huh. or visuals or video or whatever, art is art. You You cannot... Get to a point where the whole world determines almost like a Stalin or Len, or, or Vladimir Lenin kind of um, situation, whereby you have to do this kind of art because at the end of the day, there will be no there will be nothing varied. But, exactly. Like with Lola Bunny, I I only, I only Google this stuff. Like her name alone is like a tease on being a lolita. Exactly. It, it's meant to be. It's meant to be. She's really meant to be not to quote Britney Spears again, but she's really meant to be Britney Spears in the "Baby One More Time" video.
0: Exactly. Poor,
1: he the girl next door who is, who is obviously very attractive to the other teenage or young adult men around her. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I don't ever remember Lola Bunny being like naive and and like taken advantage of. She's always been a strong character. Yeah. So. She, so she has the looks, but she has more, she has the looks and she has the wit. So she was never a character that was portrayed as being a sex item. So yeah. again, like, like as you I I mean, I haven't seen the pictures really, but like as you said, if she now suddenly looks frumpy, who does that serve? Because are you then saying if if I want, if you're saying that you don't want to sexualize this because then it sexualizes women, mm-hmm. fine. But it has to be in the rating. If the rating of the story is not one that is sexual, lazy women are making them objects. Then what are you saying in the converse that in order for a woman to be taken seriously, she must look frumpy? What exactly. are you saying?
0: <laughs> and I, uh, I think they, I think they could have kept Lola Bunny the way she is because she's, she's a, a cartoon character.
1: Jesus Christ! I,
0: I You know, I just think that people now have a voice and they're just talking too much, too, much too much, and
1: it's much like. Time. I'm just That's like,
0: true. I'm like, were you thinking about this as a child and you just waited till we got to a certain point in your life and you're like, now I'm protesting. I'm protesting
1: a, a Pepe Le Pew. And it's like, I, we yeah. got other shit going on in the world. What they need to protest is misogyny, real misogyny. They need to protest okay. real racism. They need to protest real homophobia. They need to protest real inequality and the gender pay gap. They need to, uh, they need to protest the real the real ableism in our world where people who are disabled are differently able are look different because of different conditions or diseases are, are still treated like Quasimodo and the fact that I can even cite Quasimodo is because people use Quasimodo as an insult, even though he had a physical disability. Those are the things that we need to talk about. Not if Lola Bunny a cartoon rabbit. Look, sexual. Do you have a real problem to think that you, as a human, are conflating your sexual image or your body image with a rabbit? Oh,
0: people are bizarre. All right, so <laughs> I felt like you just slapped everyone in in the world for their. Yeah, it's like, it's like,
1: come on, wake up. These are not real. These are distractions from the real issues at hand. The real issue at hand with Lola Bunny or any other character, Sailor Moon or whatever, is because. There are people who will objectify women in the street, but then bet you the people who will objectify a woman, call her, harass her, rape her, predate her, or kill her are not, the women, are not the people who are going to watch Space Jam too? There are people right. with real fucking issues.
0: Can I just tell you real quick? I was going to send you a text about this. Mm-hmm. Can I just tell you that...
1: Why did that really make me angry? That <laughs> made me really angry.
0: Because... People just are stupid, but can I just tell you that Sailor Mars is everything? <laughs> I was watching something with her, and I was like, "Oh, she
1: was She's the so, best bitch." On she the is button. so she is so quick-witted, snappy. She couldn't she could stand fucking Serena. <laughs> no, she could not. She could
0: not. She was like, "You are stupid." <laughs> Wait, so when Sailor Moon? was discovering all of them. She mm. was the second to be discovered, right? I think it was Mercury was first. Mercury was first. And, and then, then it was
1: Mars, yeah. And was she a lesbian? Or she was just like an aggressive girl? She was just aggressive because she had a crush on a guy in the first season. And she I... also liked Tuxedo Mars. She what? She also liked Tuxedo Mask. Forget she was jealous that... Remember she liked the... Darian, who was Tuxedo Mask. Yeah. So she and, she and Serena, in their normal everyday lives, used to compete I would used to get jealous of for Darian's affection. But she didn't know Darian was Tuxedo Mask. It's only when she found out that Darian was Tuxedo Mask that she kind of pulled back and let Serena have her way. I thought Sailor Venus was going to be my everything because, you
0: know, she was mysterious and I think she was discovered no. in a warehouse or some shit. She she
1: she came to fight she, randomly. She came, she came to fight that, yeah, because she, she, ironically, was the only one who had the memory that she was a Sailor Skull. So she was a... Ce- Remember, she was a, she was a celebrity. She was a celebrity. She was living in Paris, and then she came to Tokyo because... What? Yeah. She was a celebrity.
0: The problem I had was Sailor Moon.
1: Uh-huh
0: not the problem, not with the actual cartoon, but it was like, mm-hmm. I remember I they used to come out and I would be there every fucking day to watch it. And then for whatever reason, it start, I did the, the episode, they, they stopped playing it. So it was hard for me to catch up. So to I only up. got mm-hmm. to when Sailor Venus popped up on the scene. I, I don't know, they were fighting someone and she randomly popped up out of nowhere. And that was it. Oh, that's all you saw? I know, I was so pissed. Like I saw everything up to that when all of the others was discovered. I know oh, Jupiter.
1: No. Oh, no, was, no, no. oh no, baby, what's you do? What is you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so, Foxhole,
0: I have to let you know that uh cousin is a huge sailor. Well, I don't know is or was a huge is, sailor. Moon. Is is oh, Let okay. me tell you. Is, let me tell you. Is all. huge you sailor mood man.
1: If you want to see a stereotypical gay man from the late 90s, here I am. Britney Spears, <laughs> girl, Destiny's Child, Britney Spears, uh, Sailor Moon, you name it. That was me. It was there. It was up front and queer. So, you know what's funny?
0: When I was young, I had gotten you- Into Britney Spears for sure. Not even that. I had gotten you the Sailor Moon doll.
1: And it never, co- it never got to Barbados.
0: I don't know where it went. I, it was like one minute it was there, next minute it was gone. I was like, huh. oh, okay, I guess, you know, that was not happening.
1: Mm. But
0: I really, I thought I would fuck with Sailor Venus, but mm. I really like Sailor Mars.
1: Oh, yeah, Sailor Mars I,
0: I feel dead. you. I feel you. I'm here with you with the attitude, okay? <laughs>
1: <laughs> she does but not I, play that. <laughs> she, don't play, she don't play that. She's always ready to flee. Um, but for me, I think I see my, I see more of myself in Sailor Mars. You see very yourself in Sailor Mars? I am definitely Sailor Mars. I don't got to ten- well, you know, you know that's ten- funny. <laughs> you,
0: you read the fuck out of me because I, you know, I, I'm i a big friends person. So yeah. I was always like, I like Rachel Green. And you were like, nope, I see you as a Monica. And I was like,
1: see? <laughs> I see
0: myself as a Monica too. <laughs> so out of all the
1: Sailor, the Sailor Scouts, uh who am i because i i fucked with mars heavy but if I, if you you are you are you and i are mars to be honest we have the same because remember if you were to if you were to think who was rachel or monica between any of the girls monica would be sailor mars and rachel would be sailor venus as sailor moon i didn't know that sailor venus was a celebrity yes because remember in all of the early episodes sailor moon and the other girls used to be playing the sailor v video game because she was a star she was a star and she used to live in paris and then the the cat artemis told her look you have a you have a mission because the other girls are waking up so you have to go to tokyo that's well, that's how she got there because she has her own cat guardian obviously so the only other sailor scout who has a cat guardian is sailor moon so she was, was, so she was basically just like hanging out undercover, playing this character, but she was actually a sailor scout. I was very shocked to know that that little pink-haired girl was Sailor Moon's daughter. I was and like, that's, that's where the whole time lines and everything got fucked up. But I hated that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I liked it because it brought us um, good characters, but it was just,
0: wait. Like, you know, what's funny. I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, but you brought up how there was a lot of gay influence in that show with the lesbians, and I was like, and the trans, and I was like, there was trans in that damn show too. What
1: the fuck with Uranus and all them? Yeah, No, listen. If you watch so Uran, Uranus and Neptune and the Japanese one are actually lesbians.
0: Mm-hmm. They're,
1: they're, lesbians. they're they're together? Yeah, they're actually a lesbian couple, but in the American one, they were they were branded as cousins. Oh, okay. So for the foxhole, that is not going on between myself and Jamari. That does not exist here. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, we're we're not, we're not a couple for real. We're just no. you know, playing one on TV. <laughs> but the um but then there was a a series called The Sailor ooh, The Sailor Starlights, and all of them were boys in the day members of this music band. And at night they were trans. They became women who wore like leather halter like leather um harnesses and that kind of stuff. It, well the costumes looked like that. But there's a lot of LGBTQ influence in Sailor Moon because even some, like, for example, you remember there were these characters, I cannot believe that this podcast just went down, this anime nerd corner, Lord. Well, you we know right? what's
0: funny? I,
1: <laughs> I would like to watch all of the Sailor Moons, but I don't know where to watch them at, you know what I mean? I said they've all vanished. I used to watch some of us on YouTube. If I was, um if it was a like, terribly bored, I would go and watch them. But I wonder if they're on Crunchyroll. It? If they're on Crunchyroll?
0: Crunchyroll. It's this oh, yeah,
1: um crunchy roll I haven't been on there for years.
0: My I have a lot of friends who are big into anime,
1: huge
0: anime watchers. So I'm gonna ask them where I can because they've been trying to get me to watch um Attack of the Titans, I think it's called. And I just haven't had a chance to really sit down because some you know, anime is good. Yeah. Anime got some good storylines and some good fighting, and I love I love those moments in anime, like with Sailor Moon, mm-hmm. when her and Sailor Mars would get into beef, and suddenly it'd be like there's this whole like her eyes would get all big, or yeah. <laughs> Sailor, Sailor Mars would hit her upside the head, and she'd have <laughs> like
1: it'd be just these moments. And in the over, the the top, the, over the top, over the top, screaming and showing that people like the the, the big tear drop that comes on their face when they done something embarrassing.
0: That was my favorite part with Sailor Jupiter, where she choked out this guy and she's like, no,
1: no, no, take it back, take it back. <laughs> I am
0: like, what the hell? But it's, I, love, I love a good anime car. I love anime
1: when it's good. I think we love a good cartoon diva. That's what we like. I sure,
0: well, that's, that's my Sailor Mars for you.
1: That's right, we love a good cartoon diva.
0: All right, so we're gonna take a quick commercial break and then we're yeah. gonna talk about how I got dragged this week but what? By, by a couple people yeah. so let's take a quick break and we'll be right back alright so during this podcast I've been applying castor oil to my head because it's still very sensitive from the dragging <laughs> I received last week
1: <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: Megan Markle
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The rabbit hole we're about to go down, baby. So I am not, I haven't, I, I, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. I wasn't, like, I know about her as far as after she got married to Harry. Yeah. And it was the whole, yes, we got a Black woman in the White House. da 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 You know, I was mm-hmm. like, yeah. And then I started to research her past and saw that she never really hung with any black folks. And the only person that was really black in her peripherals was
1: her mama. And well, I, so, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still laughing and say because you said, yeah, we got a black woman in the white house. Oh, the royal <laughs> 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 Sorry. Sorry. Buckingham Ooh. Palace. I keep, I you know,
0: I have to remember that this is in the UK and not America. So you're probably gonna hear White House a couple of times. I'm trying to readjust. Don't judge me. <laughs> Hashtag don't judge me.
1: Um
0: so they were all excited, everyone's all excited. I have a friend who is a super duper stan that relate that calls Megan her cousin. Oh, wow. And she'd be like, check out my check out what our co- my cousin is doing. And I'm like, who? You know she's in Buckingham. I'm like, you have a cousin in Buckingham Palace? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Meghan Markle. And I'm like, Markle. get out of my get out of my presence right now. <laughs> Go now. <laughs> Don't look back at me. Um. So I didn't know much about her. So then there was all this drama with her leaving, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Mm. Still didn't really care about it. Then heard about them staying at Tyler Perry's compound. Eh. Mm. Then they now live in California and there was all these different things. Again, she isn't my, someone that I was standing for or paid attention to. So, you know, I knew about her, but it wasn't to that serious. Mm -hmm. And then she had the Oprah interview on the day of the All-Star Game. And Mm -hmm. everyone I know is like, oh my God, we're watching the Meghan and Harry interview with Oprah. Oh my God. And I was like, yeah, I might watch the All-Star Game. So then I started watching it and then I was like, this looks really contrived, so I'll watch it some other time. So I turned to the All-Star Game. So I saw clips Mm
1: -hmm. and I wrote an
0: entry about it and I was like, what is so, like she, like everyone was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I was Mm -hmm. like, what? Meghan Markle is going to be okay. She's living in fucking Montecito, California at a 16-bathroom mansion Mm -hmm. on a compound and has more money than we can think of. You know what I mean? And I don't know if it was coming from a place of, you know, Mm -hmm. I am dealing with my own shit, so I really don't want to hear about a multimillionaire whining. Mm -hmm. So one of my amazing friends, Diva, (laughs) we were talking and she said, Jamari, I need you to do me a favor because I, we said, I sent a voice note to her and she's like, you know, I disagree with you
1: mm-hmm.
0: with your thoughts on Meghan Markle. And she was like, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to watch The Crown season four. Don't watch one, two, or three. Just watch season four. Mm-hmm. And watch about Princess Diana because that's when Princess Diana showed up on the scene and it was the start of her impact. Watch that season and then watch the documentary about Diana and then fully watch the interview with Meghan Markle and you will understand where Meghan Markle was coming from. Well, I'm just gonna tell you, foxhole, for the last two days, I have been down the rabbit hole of Princess Diana's life. Slight obsession, just a slight obsession.
1: <laughs> um, Is he in Huh. It's easy to get obsessed with her.
0: First of all, wow. I didn't know much about Princess Diana either. Mm -hmm. Again, was it somebody I was looking, checking for?
1: Yeah.
0: Very young to even understand that whole thing. But now as an adult, as I started, as I watched her, we share a very similar life story. And I think that's why, not me, I'm not currently in a kingdom getting abused but mm-hmm. i understand what it feels like so in a nutshell princess diana was a 19 she married prince charles at 19 he was 30. Mm-hmm. princess diana was there was so much media circus around her when she couldn't even leave the fucking house without everyone just like oh my god oh my god even when she was transitioning and was still living in her regular flat i said flat See, that's how deep the rabbit hole I'm in, okay? You're so deep into it, though. Right, deep into this rabbit hole. Like, every time someone texts me, I'm like, oh, my God, did you know Princess Diana? Oh, my God, oh, my God. They're like, wow, okay, you're really, like, into this. Yeah, I'm into it. It's your fault, diva, damn it. (laughs) So she was getting chased by what is now the paparazzi before the paparazzi was the paparazzi, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the thing about her is that she came into the scene and she basically, Charles used her yeah. because he was in love with another yeah. woman, yeah. A Camilla Parker Bowles, and he used her just to basically be a baby maker and be PR because he was aging and needed an ear and used her. She started to discover that he was in a full-blown side relationship with this woman or she was the side chick and he was actually into this relationship with her he did they never told her this. And when she would ask, they would deny. And because of this, he started to be really mentally abusive to her, talking about how she was fat and all this other nonsense. So she just, she got bulimia. And she came, she started to have bulimia and then she was suicidal. Now, Princess Diana wasn't perfect. She is also a cancer as I am. So, you know, those emotions was times 20. Um. So her whole life, that whole royal family treated her like shit. And then mm-hmm. when you're watching the, the the crown, they were treating her like pure shit. They were like, because, and then the worst thing she could have done was become bigger than all of them. Right. She became mm-hmm. the star and they were very jealous of that. And I got that 110% of mm-hmm. uh, different things that I've been in where I just came, just, I had a light, Diana has a light, I have a light. I bring the light into a very cold world and people that are cold don't understand that light. So then they start getting jealous and trying to hurt me and sabotage me. And I'm like, well, bitch, I just, I treated you like you were the best thing that came out of the planet. I was very nice, I supported you. And here's, this is how I'm being treated. That's how Diana was being treated. Mm -hmm. So I feel her on that. I relate with her with that. And then her untimely death. So now when I look at how Megan was being treated, I fully understand the abuse that Megan faced by the paparazzi and just all of that. But what I don't like, and you're never going to change my opinion, is the fact that Mm. she said she never researched this family. Mm -hmm. That is my biggest fucking problem with Meghan Markle. How the hell did you not research this family when you are dating you are married to the son of the woman who was literally treated like shit Mm -hmm. in that family. And her untimely death is very questionable. Mm -hmm. So you living in the UK, because we are living in America. Most of the foxhole that's listening is living in America. Mm -hmm. What is your... What did you see about Meghan Markle as you were living there since you
1: had a front row view to all of that? So... Megan Antoinette Beverly Markle. Um, oh wow. The whole government. Holy shit. <laughs> that's just that's just the made up government. <laughs> but, um, oh <laughs> I was like, damn, you know the full middle name too. Oh shit. No, no, no. I, I I don't even what I don't even know was their full government um I'll research that. But no, the when Megan Markle first um appeared on the I will have you
0: know. Okay,
1: huh,
0: her name is Rachel Megan Markle, and she was born August fourth
1: that's okay. right no we we know what Leo's can be like no um, okay, okay. Me, me being one myself. She's right around the corner from you, right? two days later than me, so i know I know where we can come from no uh, this is when Megan Markle. And I just want for the false soul to understand the importance. Now that I now now that I understand that she's a Leo, I fully get it. <laughs> anyway, go on. What I'm gonna need you to do is to adjust your tone when speaking about. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> what I'm need you to do just bring it down a few notches for me. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know what's funny. <laughs> Megan is two days later from you. Yeah. And Princess Diana was four days later before me.
1: That's true. Oh yeah, that is true iconic right iconic just please don't let the paparazzi chase you into a tunnel in paris oh jesus christ but um no i'll tell you what when megan markle first appeared on the the radar here in the uk no i had known about megan markle before when she was in that um when she was in that series lord help me uh suits suits, suits on usa Suits on usa yeah so i I knew about her. To be honest with you, I actually thought she was Latina. I didn't think she was Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: I, I never paid attention. And to be on again, I never paid attention. I didn't even know what her real name was. I just knew her character on Suits. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't pay much attention to her. When she came into the, the, the kind of, what it would say, the collective British psyche as, you know, some person that Harry was dating... A lot of the conversation automatically went to people who were black and British or black and living in Britain were like it was almost like a oh she about to infiltrate the the royal family, which you know, it was not in a bad way. It was kinda like, Oh, they can get some color up in there at last. That kind of tone. You know how black people can be. You know, we like to take having been beaten to death for many centuries, we like to take a later approach to things. And yes. that just that just helps us to get through. So, that was the tone. Um, The certain parts of the media were saying, oh, this is a progressive turn. You know, it means a new future, a new dawn for the royal family. But then, there was this creeping, insidious thing where everything that Meghan Markle did was compared to the other one, Kate Middleton, who I absolutely do not like. Um, Now, Kate Middleton... We're gonna get into what your thoughts about her. There's no thought. She's just she's just a plain. She's one of you know when you go to KFC and you order the biscuit, but there's no like butter or anything to go with it. Drake. Uh, <laughs> not um So I don't find her compelling. I don't find her engaging. I don't find her anything. She's just there. Um, I think she is fully okay with being
0: that. To be honest with you, she I just think- did not. She used to work as a as a shoe girl, and now she is a full blown
1: princess. And the as Beijing said, when you get we you not expect, and that's exactly who she is. She did not expect that and she got it because she's quiet. Let me just sit down and eat my like how people say you should have just ate your race, and that's exactly what she's doing. You should have just, um... just sat there and ate your food.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's what she's doing. She's sitting there <laughs> and eating, she's food. Sitting there, she's eating, eating her, her food. food. And I just tell you that I think that when Meghan came up on the scene, she got intimidated because now the attention isn't on her anymore. The attention is on Meghan. That's my and thought.
1: We see, and we see from the crown in season four that the entirety of the royal family, from the queen all the way back down. Because if you watch the earlier episodes, if you watch the earlier seasons of the crown, everything is tied into Prince Philip having a jealousy that the queen was getting the the, the kind of visibility that she got as a young queen. Because in his mind, he was the head of the household and the man of the household, but he was not to play a second fiddle. Then when Princess Margaret was starting to take over in the newspapers, the Queen started to have a, a a difficulty with Princess Margaret. Then when you watch Margaret Thatcher, the Queen had a difficulty because suddenly there was another woman of importance and standing who was taking over. the. So the the, the royal family is very much so as we know about appearances and how things are perceived. So that entire family is built on... If I am not noticed, it's a problem. Mm, so Kate Middleton, chill. exactly. So, Kate Middleton, if she's even if she wanted to just sit there and eat her food, at the end of the day, she would have been pressured by this firm or this institution, as Meghan Markle has, has termed it. She would have been pressured to, in her own way, because they all have their own personal staff. You know, it's not to say that they're just sitting in a castle looking through the window and someone comes and says. There's a baby to be kissed and a car to be cut. There is, They have staff. So there's strategy around them. So if suddenly Meghan Markle is blowing up, then Kate Middleton is going to suddenly have to find a way to also be, you know, because she will be the future queen. Once Charles is dead and William becomes king, then she is the future queen. So she now has to also build her equity in the, in the public side. If Meghan mm. is challenging that as some person who's not even in line to the throne, she then becomes another Diana, mm. so I think that that's where they would have pitched those two girl, those two women at at loggerheads, but I think also the British media started to pick apart Meghan and pitch her against all of these different characters they were They were portraying her in negative lights versus um Kate Middleton. Well,
0: do you think that they were working to like because it, didn't they say they hosted the, the paparazzi for Christmas?
1: Like they host No, yeah, so like yeah, so the, the royal family will do that. They will entertain Wayne and then all of these people because they're trying to buy influence. They're trying to buy favorability. They cannot do anything by by their by by the by the definition of their role in British society, they cannot get involved in political things. And that is again another thing about the context and understanding context that people fail to understand. Everybody in the United Kingdom probably has watched the and still have not picked up that the reason why the royal family cannot say certain things, including making a direct comment about Meghan Markle or anything that's going on, is because they're not allowed to make political statements. Mm. Racism are dismantling racism, even though it is a very human issue. In these countries like America and the United Kingdom, they're political statements. So even if they don't, even if, and I don't doubt that the royal family is a racist institution, because if you look at their history, if you trace all the way back to 1661, where Barbados had its slave code, which was then imported to the Carolinas in the US to then become the slave code that caused black Americans today to still be disadvantaged, it was Mm. because of the royal family. The royal family were the sole or the majority investors in the company that pioneered African slavery for the British Empire. So, so for William,
0: are, so for William to say this week that we have no, there is no racism in our family.
1: What is what is the the problem with um the problem with the the royal family is that he is going to be thinking or he is going to be saying, you know, he's thinking in the context of his own family. He's not right. thinking about the what his actual family institution represents, which is the issue. And that is and that is why Meghan Markle would be slated because at the end of the day, Meghan Markle is going to go into this as some person who is biracial. It. And it's not even to say that she's like Serena Williams. She's not even to say some person like um my girl um from Fifth Harmony that, that you oh god, her name is gone from me altogether, no. Not she's, not Don Richard. Not. she's not yeah, Richmond, she's not she's she's not Kelly Rowland. So she's not even what we would consider of the darker tone. So she's gone in as biracial and that sparked all of this kind of cause essentially what it was is that people were being petty. People were basically saying things about her without directly coming out and saying that they wanted to be racist or that it was it had a racist tone. But if you are pitching this woman who's done nothing wrong, who is just simply coming to the royal family as a genuine love interest of one of the princes. Why are you suddenly comparing or contrasting if she holds her baby bump if it's aggressive, if it is rude, if it is appropriate? And- but when but when Kate did it, it was
0: like, oh my god, that's so that's cute, so loving and caring about her baby and, and
1: all kind of bullshit. And don't words. even get me started on the avocado. <laughs> exactly the avocado thing. When she, I I don't even remember seeing that, but I heard about, I heard it on the interview, and it was just like seriously. But what the British media will do, and that's why some British people are of the opinion that racism here is diet racism and is not as bad as America, because the British are very, very good at insidiously sowing the seeds of racism. The British, mm-hmm. will, the British will block you out simply on your color, but you will think it's because it was too early or too late on any day. You will not realize that it is because they don't let you as a black person, you have well, they do that so out strong.
0: here. They do that out here
1: too. Yeah, of course. But they will also lynch you and hang you and kill you or, or burn you or something in the street and show that they're racist. The British will never go as far as to say, we do not like black people. But they mm-hmm. will find every excuse. They will tell you, oh no, I'm so. I, when I first moved to London, I could mm-hmm. not find a black barber to cut my hair properly for all all I did. And the reason for that was because where I used to work was in central London. So mm. in central London, everything is, and even that in itself is racist, because in central London everything is catered to white people. So only mm. barbers cut white hair. And I remember I went to this barber shop, and the man who was probably in his fifties looked at me. He said, "Oh, if you want a proper haircut, um, you're gonna have to find you're gonna have to find someone else because I we, we I, I I don't know how to cut your hair." Mm. I was it like, cut my hair, but was. You know, if you are truly a barber and not a man with a scissors, you should know how to cut my hair.
0: Like, sir, but I'm. I, it's never too
1: early or late for a dragon. Okay. Thank you. So, what all of that to say, Meghan Markle is a very real victim of an institution of racism that has been championed. It may not have been outwardly championed by Queen Elizabeth or Prince Philip or this modern version of the mon- of the royal family. But the royal family represents the pinnacle of racism for the British society, so she is now facing it as some person of color. So, what do you think when she says that she didn't research anything? Nonsense, and the reason what, the reason what,
0: it's nonsense to me, and I don't like that.
1: Yeah, and this is I just want to make clear for the, the Fox so that because Meghan Markle may be being what I would consider a little less than truthful in terms of how she went into this situation does not mean that Meghan Markle's claims of racism are any less valid. Her claims of racism are very much so valid because if we do that, we then end up going down a slippery slope, which we can compare to saying if a woman is a sex worker and she gets raped, that we are less likely to believe her because she works in that trade versus some person who's a librarian. That is a slippery slope, so yeah. her claims of racism are valid. Her claims yeah. that she did not research or did not have any context or were you may not know about courtesy and you may not know about all the different little small bits of uh, protocol and and what a uh, royal order or you know you may not know that, which is fine because even though I know a bit of it, I still don't know everything because I am not a royal. And but at the same time, you work in an industry in a in a place called Hollywood. Hollywood is characterized by paparazzi culture. You have been you would have been in a a movie. You may not have been a victim of that kind of volume of paparazzi, but everybody has seen Britney Spears. Everybody knows that the Britney Spears phenomenon is actually just the 2007-2008 the version of the 1997-1996 version of Princess Diana, the word paparazzi became part of our everyday lexicon because of Princess Diana. You cannot tell me that a woman who was the most enchanting member of the royal family in our modern time, that you as a young girl had no absolute idea or clue of who she is or her story, and even if you didn't know about her when she died, you would have at least have heard about her. Your friends would have told you about her, especially when they found out you were dating Prince Harry. Somebody in your circle would have had to say
0: Well, oh, did her friends didn't tell me. her her friends told her, Are you sure you don't go into this because this family is really that 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 that's a whole different world that you're going into? And she apparently she allegedly she said that in the in her Africa interview that her friends told her not to do it. And I'm like, for you to say that you didn't, now this uh, that's alleged. Yeah. But for you to say that you didn't research and I spent damn near all for the last two days researching about Princess Di, I could tell you almost anything because I really went deep diving.
1: Listen, you Meghan Markle Merkel is a lot of things, but she's not naive. and no, she's think not. I think that what people, what people um, have to allow others to do is to be able to accept and validate her claims of racism. But at the same time, you're a human being and you're entitled to your opinion. And if you do not think that she's being totally truthful about how she went into it, I also don't think she's being totally truthful about how she went into it. She would have taken a conscious decision to do that. What well, first of all, she
0: says she said that her stylist hooked her up with Harry. Just her
1: style, her stylist was like just randomly was like, yeah, I'm gonna hook you up with a prince. You know? And not only that, but we know better. We know, we know as cousins. If I am dating a new man, I can call you and tell you this is this man. Da, 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 da. We can discuss this man, even if it is not to pull out all of his social security records. We are going to discuss this man because you can be like, I don't know, I don't know. That's all a little bit strange. That's just us who are not royals or adjacent yeah. to royalty. You know, yeah. so why would you not have had a discussion, even if it was in passing, about this man, the gravity of his mother? Yeah, you know, because we are still talking about Princess and Princess Dan has been dead for almost what thirty, almost thirty years now. It's like you, you, you know, you, there's it's impossible. But what I think is interesting, and I saw this on a tweet. You know, it was on the Twitter. You know, where all the young people are. And not said, even,
0: not even. I think Twitter <laughs> is one of the most impactful and insightful apps that Ever. We, because everyone is on there and they're sharing their opinions. That's the way I get my most news. Exactly. I don't, news I, don't,
1: I don't even go, I don't even go on, like, I don't even go on news, I, uh, news channels or anything sometimes. I get my news on the minute, at the minute on Twitter. And you get good
0: porn on there too, but that's a whole nother story. Oh, anyway.
1: <laughs> You know, I I thought I had turned a new leaf, but I didn't. But um, <laughs> I I, did, I didn't. That's where I get my good porn, Josh Dorothy. <laughs> if you're listening to this, I need you to hire myself and Jamari. We will I be think, creative strategists for I Twitter. I think what
0: I think what they're gonna do is start shutting that shit down, though, because Ooh. that is getting really like I don't have a problem with it, but you know. Mm-hmm. It's going to become mm-hmm. a problem because any child
1: can wander into Ooh, that world. That's right, and that's, that. that's absolutely right. Because you know, I've always laughed at this nonsense. But are you eighteen of years of age? And is like, it could it could be five years old and click this? Just be, just be right, old. like
0: some six year old could be looking at Disney, and then for some odd reason, I don't know if they have parental
1: settings on Twitter, mm. but they do. Just, but, okay, but you have to. But I can activate a child can activate Twitter from anywhere. Right. So you could just wander into the depths, the, the dark depths of Twitter, if you feel
0: like it. But,
1: exactly. but yeah, so, so back to the real thing. So, I mean, I saw this tweet and it was quite interesting because the guy who is also black British, she asked, you know, what I'm really curious about is had Meghan Markle gone into the royal family, which we know historically is a racist institution. Has she gone into the royal family and been welcomed with open arms as a biracial woman despite the heritage of that family and what they've done and the fact that countries are not being paid reparations for slavery many hundreds of years later? Has she gone in and everything gone according to plan? Would this be an issue today for Black people? Or is it no, that it's suddenly a Black issue because she's biracial? But has she gone right. comfortably in and settled down like Kate Middleton and just sat there and eaten her food? Would we be even having a discussion about the fact that the royal family in 2021 is actually a racist institution and that they have actually taken no steps beyond continuing to cheer the Commonwealth, which were countries that they enslaved and battered and then granted them um, spiteful independence about 50 to 60 years ago? So like, I saw
0: a tweet like that too. I saw a tweet like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, so, so people were like, so if she was comfortable, then it would have been like, oh, too bad for the other black people. What, what? So that then puts me to think you know, when in, in, in the world that we live in, as I said, you know, we're fighting towards equity. I know there's some people who want there to be a black supremacy over, mm-hmm. world, you know, to kind of topple the and, and, and topple the status quo and make it a black supremacy. My yeah. interest is not black supremacy. My interest is racial equity we've never left the table so there's no reason for us to beg to get to the table but if there are institutions like the royal family that we know actively have destroyed our countries our family people that we may not even know by name because they were not named according to themselves but they were named by plantation owners and the records were destroyed because they were considered to be cows and horses if we know that the royal family was the face of that yes, I may have passing interest in royal and the monarchy, as I may have passing interest in figuring out the history of the monarchy and I would visit the castles and whatnot. But, Mm -hmm. if I was approached by a prince who happened to be gay, I don't care how good looking he is, I was not going to hit the royal family as a a black person. A black Caribbean person at that because I know you are the descendant and the the reason you are a prince and the reason why the paparazzi is not suddenly following us around is because Your ancestors, who, if you think about time, is not that that long ago, were happy to be with, put from Nigeria or Ghana or Togo or Benin or wherever my family came from originally, dragged them across the ocean. And if they didn't do enough work or they weren't considered to be valuable enough for you, you would throw them into the ocean or hang them.
0: Mm.
1: That wasn't very long ago. So I would not go into that family because I would know, on a point of principle until there's equity and justice brought on that front, it cannot go into that family well, knowing.
0: Even still, even uh,
1: aside from all that, look at how his mother was being treated. Like that's. But Diana, as we said, Diana, as sweet as she was, was many things. And Diana was also quite clever. And Diana. Oh, she, oh, she Diana to me, she, like she, she scored. Yeah. Yes, so, she knew what she was going into as well she did not expect that she would have been chewed up and spat out. But Diana knew before there was even talk of her being married, Diana knew about Camilla Parker Bowles. Long before they were married, Charles set up a meeting with them to have lunch together to satisfy the paparazzi that there was no rift between Diana and Camilla, which would therefore mean that there was no extramarital affair between him and Camilla that Diana was worried about, because surely my blush and bride is not going to have dinner with my extramarital affair. So all of that she knew, so she went into that knowingly. But the problem is, is that is the allure of being a royal. And do not be deceived, Diana was not a poor girl working in a shoe shop. Diana was, was the daughter definitely... of an earl.
0: Yeah, she came from money.
1: She came from royalty, not just money. Her father was an earl, which means he was actually a part of the royal family. So Diana was not that far off from what was going on. So, what happened to Diana was tragic because Diana then started to fight against it as an individual. What Diana was a Diana then was made a victim because the machinery around her could not or did not address the fact that she had. Developmental issues as a result of being in, the, in an abusive relationship. So Diana's case was essentially domestic abuse on steroids. One thing I like about she, Diana What she was one, getting into.
0: One thing I like about Diana she she when she started getting her shit
1: together she started to shake shit up. Oh yeah, she shook everything up.
0: Oh, she shook everything up, and I think
1: everybody shook it up. Everybody was scrambling for the emergency exits when she started to shit. And I think that, but, and one of the things I liked about
0: her is that she was very personable and she was very much a people's person, whereas they were very cold. And I don't understand why, from what I heard, the queen came from a warm family, so they don't understand why she is so cold now. But Diana was warm and she hugged, you know, she physically touched and hugged an HIV patient whereas yes, they so were she, treated yeah, like she she that did person in uh, awesome. You yeah. know, so she, she started definitely all working, that. Not, not because weren't the royals, I think they wore gloves to meet people like that. She just they jumped right on gloves. it. They still wear gloves. Right. She jumped yeah, they right on wear it. Gloves. And do you think that Meghan Markle and um, Diana is trying to be uh, like Diana?
1: No, they, I don't think I don't think Meghan Markle is trying to be Diana. I think anybody going into the royal family as a young woman would be automatically paired against I almost said Madonna. Would, would I mean that's another one they're paired against <laughs> that would they would automatically be paired against Diana, but I think it would be foolish of them to think that they could ever be Diana. Because Diana, her character, her persona the way that the public fell in love with her, that was a different time. That was a time where these people were far removed from us because we didn't have the access to them through social media or whatever. So Diana had a lot of an allure around her. But if Diana was to have come out, no. We would be thinking... We would be thinking not less of her, but we would not have had as much of an enchantment with her because a, a big part of why oh. Diana was so love was because as a princess, she was still she was down to earth, but she was still some person untouchable because she was a royal. But no, all the royals in your face, you know, they're in the sun, they're in, they're in the, the New York Times doing bullshit. So,
0: you One know who they thing are. Too, their social media has ruined the mystique.
1: Yeah, Diana definitely. Diana was,
0: was a mysterious creature that mm. you only saw on the news or tabloids. Yeah. Now we can well I don't know if they do social media a lot. There there is a, a official social media account for the royal family, and every time Camilla yeah. is posted, she's dragged.
1: Oh, dragged. Like she's dragged. No, you think that you need Castor Royal. That <laughs> she need Castor Royal a tail and all. She also uh-huh. needs to get a, she needs to go get a surgical consult for the, her hairline because it's just being ripped out constantly. That poor woman can find no rest. But again. Like Diana, Camilla knew what she was getting into because Camilla, and I'm not here to be, I'm not here to be saint cousin, because I'm not a saint. But at the end of the day, you are horseing around with the future king of England. You are harsing around in his marriage to a woman who the entire world loves. Once you have destroyed that and you have secured your spot. What do you think is going to happen to you? So I, unless she's completely naive or unless she is completely okay with the fact that she would have been the villain until she died, I don't think there was any surprise.
0: Well, one of the biggest problems I have is that if you don't particularly care for, well, I, I think a lot of people, there's a lot of people that, a lot of black people that aren't for her. Mm-hmm. And they're not really, they don't really like the presentation of the interview, or they just feel like she has holes in her story. Yes. The problem I have with people is that we are forced to say, let's support her anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think the problem I have with that, not I think, the problem I have with that is that we're not allowing people to just mm-hmm. say, hey, I don't really care for her. And, and- that's, that, that's Okay. <laughs>
1: You can yeah, yeah and as you said you can definitely say I don't care for her as a as a star or a personality you know you as i said I don't think she's being genuine when she says she didn't have any clue or she was completely naive about this but excuse me what i think you have to what you have to remember is that what is on trial here is not her what is on trial is the racism of the institution that is a royal family And if they are the absolute head of the British society, which is a very racist society, dismantling the racism within there is an important step, whether it was taken by Meghan Markle or Beyonce, it is an important step because if you can dismantle it at the head, it will then mean positive change at some level for the rest of society, all the way down to the man who sweeps the street.
0: I think that Harry has taken on the diana person, her personality and i think william has kind of taken on the charles personality i think yeah. harry is naturally rebellious and i think that he saw that it probably would not end well
1: you, and- you, know, who they've, you know who they've really embodied not charles yeah. and diana they've and en- they've embodied exactly who they were meant to embody queen elizabeth II second and princess margaret oh really the uh, the sibling who is fighting against the establishment because it challenges her as who she is, and the sibling who is only going along with it because this is the duty and the tradition and the and and the the role that is required of her. So they will split because it is literally instead of being two girls in the nineteen fifties, is now two men in the. 2021, 2020s, 2020, or whatever we call this 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 period of time. I think we just call it the pandemic era, I think. <laughs> we're in the, um, the Panini era. Yeah, we're in the Panini era. Um, but yeah, they really embody Queen Elizabeth the Second and Princess Margaret. For any person who has watched the crown those earlier seasons, they'll understand what I mean. And for people in the so who don't who are not familiar with them, when Queen Elizabeth the second became queen, or just before her father died and she became queen princess margaret actually asked her and it is is in the crown and they claim that it is not true but lots of people have actually discussed this that is actually quite true the queen was quite happy to just be an equestrian and raise horses princess mm-hmm. margaret because she was more caught up with the you know the the, the flash of being a monarch she wanted to be the queen mm-hmm. so what that did it created a rift in their in their personality so when princess margaret wanted to marry a man whomever, whomever he was you know she was she was literally stopped, thwarted, prevented from doing it by the queen. The queen was dictating to her who she could marry, and it put a rift in their sisterhood. So what you're seeing now is Queen Elizabeth II in Prince William because he will be the king at some if the monarchy continues, he will be the king. So he is no he is no behaving much like Queen Elizabeth would have done when she was a young queen and Harry is behaving like Princess Margaret because he is believing and erring on the side of love and he's trying to create his own destiny away from the monarchy. And, Princess, and Prince William is not going to go to that level with him because if he does that, he deviates from tradition, which and he's not going to because he actually represents the tradition.
0: That is true. So to wrap up... Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on how this is all going to play out now that Harry is being stripped from all the royals and he is now a, a an American in California and they' have, they're living out here? Mm-hmm. Do they have to still fear for their lives? Are they just going to become celebrities in their own right here and we'll just all move on? Is this just the story for the moment until we move on like what are your what are your final thoughts
1: um what we must remember. What we must remember, not remembered, my God, um, is that yes, English. Where did you? Where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> what we must remember is that Americans, Canadian, North people in the West are obsessed with the royal family. Still, regardless of race, regardless of gender, regardless of if you like Camilla or not, the people in the West are still obsessed with the royal family. We saw that with the Crone. The reason the Crone is still on TV and people are like itching and having like crack fits to for the next season is because people are obsessed with the royal family. So what is going to happen is that Harry and Meghan, even though they are going to have a rift between them and their actual family who are the monarchs, mm-hmm. they are going to fare very well in America because they're going to be integrated into America. And the reason for that is historical. America is the is the rebellious child of England or the rebellious child of the United Kingdom. So America knew a time historically when there was a monarch. America has now rose to become one of the most powerful countries in the world, much like her mother, England, mm. usually, but she's never had a royal family. America does not have a monarchy. So America's culturally and historically and socially people who are very nationalistic about America still crave that that the the power and the the symbolism of monarchy so mm. presidents come and go you may love a president like a Barack Obama or a Bill Clinton or, or Abraham Lincoln or JFK but at the end of the day they are political a monarchy represents a dynasty mm. right? so so when so Americans still view the British monarchy even though they have no power or control over them they still see them as a symbol of the pinnacle of nationalism so the Harry and Meghan will fare well in America because they will be absorbed into America because of the mystique and the majesty of being royal so that is what I think is going to happen for them they will remain afloat and that's why I think Meghan is also being um not She's not being being ingenuine, but she's being clever right now as well because she knows I have to butter my bread for later. Because if I'm not going back to a point where I'm acting on television and he is no longer going to have his monthly stipend from the royal family, there's going to come a time where we need to be self-sufficient. And that is why I have no problem with them signing Spotify deals and Netflix deals because at the end of the day, if the royal family had been racist to me, Jamari, Better fucking believe it. I will have shows, studio lots, private jets, hotels, airlines branding in my name. I will have a clothing line in my name as well. Because you know what, my my experience at the hands of the most powerful and one of the richest families on earth. Oh, you can't tell me how to monetize it. I will monetize it. And she so has a child. What? She has two children all to take take care of. So they're gonna be. they they'll, they'll they'll succeed. They'll succeed. And,
0: and personally, that part is what I would expect. Even if she had said while she was there, and I I made this point, even if she had said, oh no, I can't do this. But apparently they took her passport so she couldn't leave. But even if I had said, yeah, I'm good. I don't want to marry him. She would have still become a big star because it would have been, you were in this Royal family and you left because you just didn't like the treatment you were receiving. So regardless if she stayed or left, she would have still have been a big star. Personally, yeah. I think that she is that they are going to be okay because that interview kind of was like how Diana had her panorama interview. Yeah. Where she spoke and said all, you know? Mm-hmm. And she was letting the world know this is how I was treated. And this is why I am I've moved on. You know, and this is why we're not compatible. And I'm going out to live my own life and I just can't do this anymore. You know, I don't know if they have they didn't say anything where they would have to fare for their lives. They didn't really spill any no, well no. from the leaks. They didn't really spill anything that was like, All right, we gotta get them now. I need you to become the maid and you need
1: to get into that house and poison them all. You know um, you, the only thing that I um the only thing that I thought was a big bombshell was the fact that mm-hmm. some person in the senior and they and they made clear that it wasn't the Queen nor Prince Philip. Prince Philip is known to have a very racist tone um he's he he's thought to be more of a a clumsy, was. yeah he's thought, yeah he's thought to be more of a clumsy and ignorant racist, well all racists are ignorant, but like as it is spun historically is that he doesn't mean anything by it so so he so they say, but yeah. I was actually thinking it was him but you know, you know, how a member of the senior royal family asking how dark is the baby going to be? And I'm like,
0: which is such a stupid, uh, a stupid fucking accusation because she's light, he is white.
1: Mm-hmm. That
0: baby is not going to come out any darker. And if it does, then we got to start a DNA test because then we got to ask questions. But that baby is going to be biracial and is going to be more of a lighter complexion just because based on their complexion. And it's probably going to have red hair you know? So for them to even assume the baby was going to come out as dark as uh, what's that one black model? The bald model? Okay, Michonne from The Walking Dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With that kind of, with um, I don't know what texture that hair is, but that kind of hair.
1: Yeah, um, if call it 4C, I think. Well, with that, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, that's not going to happen. So that's very ignorant and that to be honest with you, all, you know, from what I've heard about him, all signs would have pointed to him,
1: <laughs> okay.
0: uh, allegedly. But I personally think they'll be fine. Yeah, you know, I really think they'll be fine. Be fine. They're, you know Somebody said they're multimillionaires whining about being multimillionaires. And I think she's just, now that I under, you know, you have to, again, you have to give, instead of canceling people, you have to give people context when they're being ignorant. Yeah. So when I wrote what I wrote, it was being ignorant, and I have no problem with someone telling me, "Okay, you are being ignorant." Like Diva said, watch the Crown, fourth season, and you'll understand Diana's story, and then you'll understand Meghan Markle's story. That gave me context, and I started to understand where Megan was coming from. It's really not that fucking difficult, because when we are in school, the teacher doesn't cancel us because we doesn't we don't know fractions. The teacher will help us learn <laughs> exactly. what fractions are so we're not ignorant. If we are in school, mm-hmm. we're not being canceled and kicked out of school because we don't know the difference between the, there and there. Mm. T-H-E-I-R and T-H-E-R-E. It mm-hmm. just needs a little context. So when people are dragging you and like, oh, I just can't speak to it. That's a little ignorant on your part because I never say that with people. You know, if I like someone and mm-hmm. I have and I know the situation, I know the context, I'm gonna I'm trying to try to school you. But, you know, now that I get Meghan Markle, I'm hoping that she's gonna be okay. I'm hoping that this does not this ends well. And, you know, we can all move forward. A friend of mine says she should her and Harry should have a reality show and I was like,
1: Yeah, no. Yeah, no. No, no. No,
0: no because then that would definitely be the stereotypical thing and then you'll see that they wanted to be celebrities. I think they should keep
1: it very low key and, and if you think actors. about it and if you think about it, American American um reality TV series are modeled off of the same premise of a royal family is like, again, the Kardashians are essentially a family where the king has died and this and the queen is raising her daughters who are princesses.
0: Can I just say one thing before we go? Yeah. I know Kim Kardashian and her mother are in the war room okay. as we speak. Fainting about something. They are in the <laughs> room with all the staff.
1: Like, yeah. how can we get in cahoots with them? How are we going to get this in? Or how are we going to upstage them? Is either an upstaging? Or oh, we get into cahoots.
0: If they can't, the thing with the Kardashians, what I've learned about them,
1: mm-hmm. if
0: they can't get into your circle, then it's the upstage. Yeah. So when Beyonce does something, because Beyonce was like, "I'm okay." Now everything that Beyonce does, I notice Kim is doing. I'm pregnant with twins. Uh, me, I'm pregnant too. Like. Really. Uh, Right, like if, if you've noticed how they move, it's very I would like have to
1: really think about that because they again they don't really pay that much attention. Like but.
0: Rihanna with uh with her makeup line, Kylie now is that she's now a billionaire. You know what I mean? It's like
1: I need. Has Rihanna crossed the billionaire mark?
0: Um, I don't think so. It, that could be research, but she is almost there. I mean, Fenty Beauty and all of her different, you know, brands underneath this line are making moves and making money, you know? Rihanna mm-hmm. is working her ass off. But I noticed with them, you know, Kylie comes out with a Forbes article. Well, I'm now a billionaire. And I'm like, yeah, I see it all game. Mm-hmm. If they can't get in cahoots with you, they're gonna to try to upstage you. That's just how it goes. Anyway, yeah. well, I was, I'm going to, uh, I need to finish like watching more of The Crown. I said I was going to watch the first three yeah, seasons. I heard, I, I, heard,
1: yeah. I heard they were boring, mm-hmm. but. No, they're not. <laughs> you see, people, I, that's, that's people who don't, you see you have an appreciation for the story. You will have an appreciation for the background of the things that you may have kind of known about. People who just want drama are not going to find it super interesting all the, all the way through but those are people who are easily disappointed I love the story so you know
0: You'll anything be. about a story You'll I'm into it mm-hmm. anyway Foxhole if you like this podcast remember to leave a rating a review it helps bring this podcast to more people and this channel and my website InsideJobarCons.com I hope everyone has an amazing week please be safe out there even though yes we are taking vaccines that does not mean you're now invincible from the Rona that's right. I know about six people this thus far that have the Rona, yeah. and I'm like, what the fuck, including a child. So I'm wow. like, yeah, you know what? I am going to be very careful with the things that I attach myself to. Me? I can't do it. But I hope everyone has a great week. We will see you all next week. Enjoy and uh, God bless. Goodbye. Bye.